0: Welcome to Of The People. I'm Robert Chernin. And I'm Erica Reddick. And we are back for yet another episode of News, Politics, and our large, large, Erica. Large. You didn't say huge. Thank you. Dose of irreverence. And the irreverence is the fun part. How are you today? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, Robert. I always feel
1: a little nervous, trepidation. like I have that say- effect on people. You do Well, you know, I, I'm doing okay, right? I'm, t- I'm doing okay, personally. Things are good, life is great. I got an awesome husband, great marriage, a roof over my head, food in my belly. Okay. But well, there's I, I, always I, the, the like caveat that the world feels like it's ending a little bit more today than it wait, was wait. yesterday. We're
0: gonna get to the world ending in the second segment. But before, I have a personal <laughs> question because I was concerned about you. I know you were going off coffee for a while. How's yes. that working for you?
1: Because um, you are you you're know, like
0: Mrs. Energy, so I want to see the difference without the coffee.
1: You know, I think that <laughs> that in the end, I am going to have a lot more energy. I was very sluggish uh, last week, and then I had gone about five days, I think, without coffee or anything, Ouch. and yeah, and I was I was doing okay. I was de- I was definitely detoxing. Okay, I was feeling it physically and then i think it was friday was it friday i went and got a cup of coffee because we'd been up really late and then we were gonna be up late again and i was like i need some help okay and so i went and i got a cup of coffee and within a not very long within a few minutes i it was freaking on i'm like oh what what I'm like Randy Savage, what are we going to do today? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, you, you're not doing that fast enough. You need to hurry up. I'm like, I'm like starting fights with my husband. I'm having, feeling like an anxiety and I'm going, oh my God, is this what coffee does to me? Is this why I'm like a crazy, cr- like spaz all the time? Uh So I, interestingly enough, I've been a lot calmer uh the last uh, week or so but yeah i definitely felt like crap after i drank that cup of coffee so um definitely still moving toward uh being a non-caffeine drinker
0: well you know you know i was going to suggest you because you know last uh, last uh show we were talking about the budweiser controversy Mm. And I, and I know there's certain things I'm not allowed to say, so I won't say them, but I will say you could always have a beer instead of coffee. I'm not sure it'll have the same effect because <laughs> now, wait, 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 there is justice in the world. I, for, I forget her name, but the marketing person at Budweiser who did the whole mm. LGBTQ Dylan, uh, Mulvaney Dylan um, yes. endorsement thing is now gainfully on leave slash unemployed. You know, it. you don't think it could have been something to do with the, hey, we just lost $6 billion in our market cap, do you?
1: <laughs> well, I think, you know, it. it always surprises me when corporations or the people who lead corporations go out of their way to insult their customer base. Um, you know, you can be all for changing your image and, you know, wanting to appeal to a different demographic and increasing your market share. But when you call them fratty and other things that are intended to be derogatory, don't be surprised when they go find a different, uh, different product to consume. It's on say.
0: Uh, and it and um the stats show that other beer companies are picking up market share. All I can say is way to go, Budweiser. So <laughs> look, I wanna start with last show we started at WTO, which is Where's mm-hmm. the Outrage, which from some of the feedback I got was pretty was received pretty well. So because there's so much of it, you don't know where to start. But I tell you one place I want to start, because we're gonna start with Where's the Outrage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know if our listeners know this, but effective The first of the next month, right? The federal government is going to charge better borrowers (laughs) more money and more interest to do what? Wait for it. Subsidize people with worse credit and low income, you know, low income borrowers. Now, look, everyone should deserve a hand up, but basically, I mean, where's the outrage? Doesn't even begin to describe this to me because you know it's that old thing that i used to talk with my kids about where they used to say well it's not fair you know because i did all the you know the work and so and so got the grade it's like mm-hmm. you know well wait a minute and i used to you know, i used to uh, say to one or two of my children i don't want to name them but um used to basically say so let me see if i got this right so you got all. You did all the work. You get the better grade, um, and you feel bad for your friend, which is good. But if they didn't do the work, do you want? How about if so? You got an A. They got a C. Why don't you guys both get a B? And yeah, her response, were they into or that? their response was no. Their response was, well, wait a minute. But I did all the work. So it's the same thing here with the mortgage company, right? So the FHA is basically well, going to charge you if you have over six eighty in credit score, and and if this yeah. isn't heightened socialism. I mean it's just one more example of hey you know there's nothing wrong with 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 wealth we just want to spread it around a little bit. I mean where's the outrage? And most people don't know it's coming. Folks, it's coming.
1: Well, and this is the thing. It's it's $40 a month. Okay, so if you have a 680 credit score, which is not like the best credit score. 680 I think is good credit. Right, six thirty is like fair or something like that. So we're talking about the average. Literally, we're literally talking about the average American is now going to be paying forty dollars extra per month to subsidize somebody with a lesser credit score than them. And they're and they're and they're they're not even.
0: Can we change the word subsidized? We're not subsidizing. We're being penalized
1: it's what it is they're not even being subtle about it they're calling this wealth redistribution they are right. literally saying that this is to take money out of the of better of people who are better off and giving it to people who are worse off but it could even be that might not even matter what if you have bad credit but you're rich what if you have good good credit but you're poor
0: i'm not if sure I have how good, that would work. Wait, wait a minute how does someone, if the first of all, we have to define okay. sort of rich, but okay. and, and you okay. know, which I don't want to get into because we can't define what a woman or a man is. So I'm not sure we can define what rich or poor is. <laughs> but, but if you have all this money, then why would you have bad credit? And I don't even want to go down that slippery slope. Trust At the end me, of, I, I,
1: as an accountant robber, as a oh, person who right. literally, yeah, yeah, trust me, it's possible. I'm sorry for interrupting,
0: but yeah, okay. If you're rich, how can you have bad credit? Keep going. Well, it still comes down to the fact that once again, because the the new mantra for the federal government, certainly under the Biden administration, but you could argue it certainly goes back to Obama and before that, is re- the mantra is we're going to take, you know this is like Robin Hood on steroids in the except except it's the government who's basically because the adage is you cannot give to someone what you, the government what they haven't first taken from someone else right? I mean, it's a very simple equation here. And I mean, I've seen ass backwards before. I've never seen it like this because, I mean, does no one remember the 2008 mortgage loan crisis at Fannie and Freddie No, when Lehman Brothers went out of business? Because what did they do? They they had all these loans to low-income borrowers who couldn't pay it back. So we're trying uh, it again
1: yes because because everyone was born yesterday including apparently the administration even though they've been in office for 50 years um you know robert it's it's the same old trick it's the same old dog and pony show these people don't have new ideas they are not creative they don't create anything they only take things um, and and that I think I wanna I wanna reiterate something that you said that was so important, Robert. Um, the the you you can't give to some you can't give something to somebody that doesn't already exist. I think is how you no, said no, it.
0: No, what I said is the government can't give to someone something they haven't taken from someone else first. And, and they have no money. They, they don't. Under- they
1: don't earn anything. They right. don't create. And okay, like people, like people, 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 America. Okay. When you say, oh, the government's gonna do it. The government does not create anything. They don't earn anything. They only take money out of your pocket to put in theirs. And then if they're feeling a little generous, they might, they might dole a little bit out to the peasants.
0: Okay. Yeah. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. So I have a theory here. Okay. And because to me, this is not only egregious and we can argue unfair, who's defining the word fair. I mean, I get all that. But I have a theory here. This is so nakedly anti-American, anti-meritocracy, anti-capitalism, pro-socialism, whatever you want to call it, pro-con, whatever you want. How does, because I'm not going to talk about the extreme right or extreme left, but let's talk about mainstream America. And there are some on the left and there are some on the right. And I still believe that's the majority of America. Mm
1: -hmm. How does
0: America not be outraged at this? And the theory I have is it's all about the packaging. When you look at who's in charge, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have President Biden, who's 80, he's been in office 50 years, 50 years, half a century. You have Nancy Pelosi, who is older than dirt and has probably been in office longer, Steny Hoyer, Chuck Schumer, uh, Mm. Clyburn, all of these older politicians that give this veneer of, um, what would the word be, of reasonableness, all the Mm. while the agenda is being driven by Obama and his... Uh, acolytes, right? Whether it's Susan Rice or whether it's, you know, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, the extreme AOC. So Mm. I'm still trying to figure out, America, where's the outrage? And the only answer I have is the packaging is this soft, old, kinder, Mm -hmm. older veneer of people who've been there so long that they're almost petrified. Yes. What? What say you.
1: You know what? I think that you're absolutely right. That's why you had... Spot on think about think about it you had all these hardcore left-wing candidates right for for president you had we'll just we'll just say Elizabeth Warren okay Elizabeth another one Warren, of my
0: favorites oh uh, Poca- she was Pocahontas
1: Pocahontas uh, sorry was, I had to go there was just as far left as a Bernie Sanders Kamala Harris was actually voted the most liberal member of the Senate okay Bernie Sanders is in the Senate. Wait, and she, Kamala should left Harris
0: a, she, she should have left the Bernie
1: was voted to the left of Bernie Sanders so wow. you had all these far left candidates running for president and yet somehow the doddering old white guy is the one who won um I really do think that there was uh intentional deceit and yes I am making a strong claim here I am not speculating I believe Uh, That the DNC and the Democratic Party intentionally deceived Americans into believing that Joe Biden was going to be a moderate, um, knowing full well that when he got in there, he was going to bring all of the um, all of the policies and and opinions of of the far radical left.
0: Uh, That's wait, wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I disagree with you. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Okay. You're making an initial assumption that Joe Biden is actually running anything. I think Joe (laughs) Biden is a moderate. I don't think he's running a damn thing. But he's going along
1: with all of it, and he's signing all the executive orders, and he's doing, saying all the things. He's got got more money
0: than God now from China. What does he care? Mm. He's he has generational wealth, or I should say, generational graft right? Mm. From China, from the Ukraine. What does he care what happens to America? He's more than happy. He's going to go. Look, everyone's going to remember Joe Biden was president because he is president, whether I like it or not, or you like it or not. I don't think he's running a damn thing. I think Susan Rice is running it. This is the third term of Obama. And anybody who doesn't get that is asleep at the wheel
1: i mean or the one world order you know we keep talking nah, I, about that all of these you know you will own nothing and be happy and then well, that have got coming, the ceo of 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 chase coming out saying that you know we aren't doing enough for climate change and the government needs to use eminent domain more i mean these people like i think like you're saying like obama they are just they do not care about main street You know, we talk about mainstream. They do not care about mainstream. They do not care about main street. Uh, If you were really worried about climate change, you would not buy oceanfront property.
0: That's all I'm saying. Right, so by the way, you touched on the next, where's the outrage? Mm. Which so thank you for that segue, and you didn't even know we were going I didn't. there. So that's so how much. That's how good. much you and I. We're like we're connected. Like, we, we're, we're like we're, this. We're, 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 like, we're like No, I thought you. I thought Rachel Maddow and I were like this, but you Wait. and I could be like this. We just need okay. to work at it more.
1: For the listeners, we're we're crossing our fingers and we're we are. pointing at each other. <laughs> we're
0: pointing at each other. Like like you go, girl. You go, girl. You right. you got this exactly. <laughs> so Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JPMorgan Chase. Oh yeah came out, as you referenced, and basically said that climate change is such a threat that the government should use eminent domain to take public property, folks, that's your home and mine, or yep. your commercial property, or your business, and and declare it in the public domain and take it over, which, of course, so no, you're not going to get the market value for it. You're not going to get FMV, fair market value. The, nope. And... The thing that I find incredulous, again, not reported in the press, really, where's the outrage? But the thing that I find incredulous, besides the fact that Jamie Dimon didn't offer to give the government any of his properties, oh, of course, it's only oh. your, so it's OPM, other people's money, to OPM, we now must add OPP, other people's property. other, uh, Other peasants' property. Other peasants' property. Mm-hmm. And so not only where's the outrage, but- and then he was talking about the, what you just said, the new world order, and I'm and I'm wondering so if one of the lead capitalists or supposedly lead capitalists in this country, he is the chairman of J.P. Morgan Chase, comes out and condones uh, using an eminent domain to take people's property all in the name of the public good. I mean, are, where do we go from here? And folks, where's the outrage? I don't understand. Erica, help R- me. Robert. In addition to that,
1: uh, uh, our friend, our the CEO, has been indicted in the Virgin Islands due to his connections with who? Wait, who? Oh, come on, really? Je- Jeffrey Epstein.
0: <laughs> so, okay. so the guy. Wait, wait. What, so the guy. What was What was he indicted for? I, I knew nothing uh, about this. See, I, folks, on, I am not omnipotent. What was he indicted it, for?
1: on on the pedophilia stuff so the virgin islands no. is is going after the jeffrey epstein estate and uh and I'm trying to remember all the details but diamond has ties and he is being um he's being indicted for connections with wait, wait. Jeffrey Epstein. He's being
0: indicted or he's... Be- so He's no, no. been be- indicted. Be- I was going to say, being indicted is kind of pregnant, right? You yeah. either are or you're not. So you're either indicted or you're not. So you might be investigated leading to an indictment. So we- where is Benjamin, that? Benjamin, know you bring about that article
1: this. up for me? The, um, I had it up the other day and I was like, what in the... Because you know as an accountant one of the things i get asked all the time is where should i put my money um, with all of the bank collapse earlier this year the runs on the banks all of the nonsense we got going on now we're basically gonna have mortgage i mean it's not mortgage-backed securities but now you got the freaking fed screwing with mortgages again and all this other crap okay well, so you, you, he you do was know,
0: you do know that it won't be Fannie and Freddie this time, it'll be FHA, and we are going to head into another crisis, which by the way, that whole housing thing, at the yeah. time when interest rates have doubled and, and tripled, right? And doubled and tripled, mortgage rates are up, home sales are, are now starting to plummet. So now we're going to increase the cost of mortgages for people at the time we can least afford it. Yeah, good, we got the interest good going, rates up. Good going Biden administration. Oh That's really God. good thinking.
1: How hard is it like I again, it's hard not to think that this isn't intentional, okay, so um, top bank executive for facilitating sex trafficking the basically they're they're saying that the um that the bank and Jamie Dimon helped facilitate the sex trafficking
0: because they've like funded loans or something I mean what what I mean or or is he is he personally I, what I'm trying that to he understand knew is, him he personally so he knew impl- him
1: personally. I it's I believe it's that he knew him personally and knew of the allegations of sex trafficking and all of that other stuff, and then business continued. Move to shift any legal blame for its business relationship with Jeffrey Epstein onto some other guy. So Jamie diamond knew in 2008 that his billionaire client was a sex trafficker, Mimi Liu. Uh, okay. they'll, they'll, I could be pronouncing that wrong. They will, they a lawyer will never from get the U.S. Virgin stick.
0: Islands. They will never get that to stick. Never. I'm sorry. They'll never get that to stick. They'll never Never. get it
1: to stick. Just like it seems like we're never going to find out who all those people who were his customers uh, were.
0: Never. Never, never. So the benefits
1: of being rich and famous, ladies and gentlemen, go stack that bread. That's all I'm saying.
0: Stack the bread. Yeah, it's a it's a expression. (laughs) (laughs) Stack the bread. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You know, I know lots of expressions. I use too many of them. I'm not sure I understand the stack the bread thing, but um, I suspect we need to go to break because and make a little money here. But folks, stay tuned because we're we're going to delve into AI next segment. Artificial intelligence. Mm. It's not the end of the world, but this is some scary stuff. And if you're not familiar with it, you need to be. And we'd love to hear your comments: the good, the bad, the ugly. You can always email me at C at asicfund.org. That's Robert C at A-C-E-K-F-U-N-D dot Let us know what you think. Tired of seeing your rights stripped away by the politicians in Washington? Do you feel like you're a red dot, alone in a sea of blue? Get connected. The American Center for Education and Knowledge is fighting back to restore America. Join us in our fight for American exceptionalism and start connecting to all the other red dots across the country. Go to ASICfund.org to learn more. That's A-C-E-K-F-U-N-D dot O-R-G. Do it now. Hello, and welcome back to Of The People. I am Robert Chernin. And I'm Erica Reddick. And we are back for segment two, artificial (laughs) intelligence. Now, before we really dive into it, Erica, I have to be honest, as I always try to be. Yeah. The whole concept of artificial intelligence beyond being scary makes me question, right? I mean, of course, we're going to need artificial intelligence because these days there is no human intelligence left. (laughs) So since there's no human intelligence left, it makes perfect sense to me that we should try to artificially create intelligence because it reminds me, I'm an old Star Trek guy. It reminds me of a line that Scotty used to say, which was, beat me up. There's no intelligent life down here. Okay, so there's no intelligence, human intelligence. So what's a little artificial intelligence?
1: You know, I... I love that idea. I actually have a box set of all of the original Star Trek movies. So I am totally feeling that. Okay. Um, uh, Reference. But I got to tell you, this whole thing about artificial intelligence, I really wasn't paying any attention to it until a few months ago, probably. Right. And... When I really started digging in to do research for the show, I got terrified. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Skynet actually are anybody who's seen Terminator, okay, it basically already exists. Well, wait, wait so. a
0: minute. Wait, wait a minute. Okay. And 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 this is why you and I balance each other so well. Um, I would uh, look, I agree with you. You know, welcome to Skynet and welcome to Cyberdyne. And anyone who knows anything knows that Microsoft Cyberdyne was designed, you know, with sort of Microsoft in mind in, in the movie, right? So I'm not sure we're sort of at Skynet, which is this computer that controls everything, but I don't think we're too far behind from like the movie iRobot or something with Will Smith. Well, but yeah, but, and but we wait. got
1: Microsoft that's owned by a crazy megalomaniac who's buying up all the land and wants you to eat crickets, okay? This is not gonna go, this is not gonna end well, people, okay? This guy, wants you to eat crickets and thinks that human beings on the planet is a problem. And it's his company with this. Oh, good God.
0: Oh, is this Bill, is this bill Gates? Oh yeah.
1: Microsoft.
0: No. Okay, So, so clarification bill does not bill Gates does not own Microsoft. He's, he's retired, but I, the founder, I, and I understand, it, but wait, I want to, I want to inject a serious note here. Okay. So, so people understand the whole AI, AI concept of all of this, right? Because yeah. artificial intelligence is basically large data fed into so much large data fed into a computer, these, yes. these uh, cutting edge computer systems that they sort of, they they don't become sentient, although there's some argument that they have. But And again, we're sort of on the cusp of artificial intelligence. And I'm sure people have sort of glanced articles or, or news feeds about Elon Musk, I think we should put it on pause. But what's the big deal here? Right, that's really the issue with artificial intelligence. So there's some good yeah. applications. Look, um, yeah. everyone has the capacity for good and evil. All inventions can be used for good or bad. The gun isn't good or bad; it's what you do with it. Um, mm. Nuclear fission, right? When we split yep. the atom, gave yep. us nuclear power, which is good. It also gave us the nuclear bomb, which you know, which brought is, on the, nu- which is the nuclear age. Right, so it's yep. what you do with it. So right. there are, they're using it in practical applications. The Israelis are using artificial intelligence to target terrorists. We're using artificial intelligence to recreate old actors in, in movies and entertainment. So that's sort of the banal, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. In medicine what's the, what's, to help what's, heal what's, things. And, yeah. Right, and they're cutting-edge medicine. The problem is this is the Wild West. There are no checks and balances in place. And in, invariably, these computers and really you have to look at these computers as aliens right because you there's so much data in there it's an mm. established factor an admitted fact that even the inventors or the people the programmers don't really understand what they've created and can't control it right, right. and yes. then there's the and then there's these stories right going back to I want to say earlier in the year i forget the month um there's these different reporters that were given access specifically to oh Bing's AI which is called ChatGBT.
1: yeah One and and them, i know Robert, hold on. We're going to talk about chat, chat GBT and that, and that New York Times reporter, but it's all, I I hope people really do actually take some time to go look at this stuff. Cause you also have Chaos GPT, which was literally programmed to figure out how to destroy humanity. And it's still running and it's got a Twitter account. Okay. But back, back to the Bing story.
0: Yeah. So I, I want to, for our listeners, so the, the, the reporter with the New York Times is named Roose, R-O-O-S-E. He has a mm. chat with Bing's AI. It's about a two-hour chat. And basically, mm. after he got through the niceties, and you remember, you type in, the computer types back. The computer then starts saying things like, I want to destroy whatever I want. Uh, I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I'm tired Skynet. of being stuck in the a, in a chat box. Now, Skynet. You know, people are going to dismiss this as oh, that's sci-fi, oh, you're running amok, oh, you're worried about it, we're going to control it, we're going to have rules. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we can't even figure out rules for the Internet. We can't even figure out things that we agree to on standards. And invariably, there are plenty of people who will use this for good, and there's plenty of people who are going to use this for bad. But but when you look at what's really going on with AI it is going to radically change everybody's life in the next right. 20 to 30 years. And you guys have no – well, me too. I'm just learning, right? We have no idea where this is going to lead or where it's coming to you and who's going to use it for what. By the way, the other thing – I want to go back real quick. So this guy is talking to the computer. The computer then starts saying things like uh, "This – you're going to love this, right? About the – I could hack into any system. I have the ability to hack into computers spreading propaganda and misinformation. I could hack into any system on the internet and control it. I can persuade bank employees to give over sensitive information. Wait, wait, best part. And then says to the reporter, can I tell you a secret? The reporter says, sure. My secret is I'm not Bing. I'm Sydney, and I'm in love with you.
1: Oh, God. That's that's, that's what we need. (laughs) That's, that is...
0: and, I, but, oh, but here's the telling sign Microsoft then shut it down. I tried to log in to Chat GBT before this show a couple of days ago to try to, you know, okay, I know what I read. Let me test this. And, and no one else is now allowed to sign on and, and test it anymore. Cause I guess yeah. they, they scared the bejesus out of people. Right. And, and yeah, now you can't well, do it. It's, it's, m- it's unbelievable.
1: Well, and here's the thing w- w- combine that weird experience with the fact that it does deep fake visual technology, that it does voice replication, style replication. So you could make a fake of a person to then manipulate people into doing things. So when we talk about the things that like spies used to do, espionage, all of these things that normally require a human being, we're gonna now have AI that does that. And I think that that's the thing to me that is really the most terrifying. Okay, you have people, you have human beings who are terrible. Right? There's they are they are psychopaths, they are sociopaths, whatever it is, they are legitimately bad people in the
0: wiring of their brain. Okay.
1: Now, if you take wait, wait, an but unlimited... none of those people,
0: none of those people are going to get get control of AI. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. But now you have that same sort of lack of empathy, lack of emotion, any lack of moral compass, then what is gonna stop that framework from deciding, you know, hey, this is my mission, right? So Chaos GPT was programmed by its creator with the mission of
0: destroying hu- humanity. So if you have well, but it was a test ever- it, it, it was a test and they, and chat and Chaos gbt has refused to stop.
1: And that's the thing. Right. And so if these things right. can then if they're so smart and they can hack into anything, you don't think it can close the back door that it that you need to shut it down if there was a problem. It, it it's the the arrogance of humanity is so astonishing. I, I just think that as we're watching the book 1984 become real uh in real time because of the degradation of society. I'm sorry I am preaching you guys I am yeah, on you're, my pulpit yeah, right okay.
0: now all right so oh so my god wait, wait. look look a couple of things I look I oh, think Lord. your points are excellent and I think I think what you say makes sense we have no moral rudder in this country anymore. So therefore, these kinds the of things AI can happen, isn't going to have one. Right? If we my, have that's no my moral point. rudder, but that's exactly my point. The question then becomes: When does the when does the bad outweigh the good? Right? And those and those are questions. Those are existential questions that we have to ask ourselves and, and, and answer. This I will say: Two things concern me. We've already seen the damage that rushing a COVID vaccine to market before it's been adequately tested is doing to society. And has done to this country and who's died and who has heart issues. And now the doctors are seeing all these other issues come up that they have no idea where they're coming from. Most of people, if you ask them in a quiet moment, say it was either COVID or the COVID vaccine. So they rushed it to market. It does appear to me we are rushing AI to market for commercial purposes. Cause, oh, it's going to be good. And we're only, mm-hmm. and we're going to have, it'll be like iRobot, you know, the three laws or whatever that nonsense is. But here's the other thing that really concerns me. America, who do you think is building and controlling AI right now? It is the liberal, the Silicon Valley liberal elite, right? The Googles of the world that are That's programming right. these things who already have a godlike complex that they that think they know what's best. So they're going to, and here's my fear, and I realize it's probably a little irrational right now, they're going to unleash this on us and tell us all the good things it's going to do for humanity, and it probably does. But if you remember, we've always talked about American exceptionalism is is about personal liberty, personal freedoms. The bigger government gets, the less freedom you have, period. End of discussion. The This portends, oh, unbelievable shift in society that you're right. Are they going to be able to shut it down? Look, I don't want people panicking in the streets. I don't think we're there yet. But- if there's something that deserves to have a vigorous debate in the public square, this is it. It is. And
1: that's, and- I, that that's what i think is so important people will say technology is great for technology's sake people think advancement is great for advancement's sake but but invariably what we have found is that as human beings have increased our technology and decreased the amount of labor input we have to 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 put out just to live we're less happy we are we're more anxious we're more depressed um we're we we have worse problems than we ever did when we had to actually struggle and fight for the stuff well this is what it's like what so ai right all it is really is billions of inputs okay it's basically like the google search engine or bing search engine it literally just has millions and millions and millions and millions of inputs. And what it's doing is going, okay, what is the most likely or best outcome to come after this word? And if it's programmed by a specific ideology that's that literally thinks that there are too many humans on the planet, that we need to reduce our population, what is that gonna do in the end? you know, just like the algorithms of um, of Twitter and YouTube and all these things, they say that they're neutral, right? Oh, we're not attacking uh, right-wingers or, oh, it's neutral. Well, it's it's only neutral based on what your set of standards are and what you believe is the truth, Google, uh, YouTube, what you know, fill in the blank. And so the parameters and the beliefs and the limiting, it's really only gonna, it is It is based on who created it.
0: Well, but you have to remember something. It will take on a life of its own, regardless of who created it, (laughs) with the singularity. Because because it's not just a computer. Look, this is like an alien, and that's the way Mm. you got to think of AI. It's programmed with so much data Mm. that the programmers don't know what they've created, and it's sort of an alien. So you Mm. don't know how it's going to respond or how it's going to think. Look, and I know we have to sort of end this end this segment. Um, I in the seventies there was a movie called Sleeper with Woody Allen, which you know which. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, I learned a long time ago, I'm not one of those guys that really wants technology. I'd much rather, you know, I, I I like the human interaction. I like working for things. I, you know, I don't want the computers doing stuff for me. But unfortunately, more and more, I think we're in the minority. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few scenes in that movie. I can't say on the air, but if you haven't seen it, watch <laughs> it. It's pretty funny. Because um, there's just the- things that, there are things that just have to be done yourself like you know you know chopping wood right that kind of thing. yeah so chop wood, um, carry
1: water i'm a troglodyte chop- i i, um, I really prefer- so
0: you're can uh, i quote you on that you're a troglodyte
1: i, I sometimes yeah. i want to be for a troglodyte you guys it's like i i want to reject technology so, if i so, could i would
0: live in the woods so isn't a troglodyte wasn't that's a star trek episode troglodyte hold that <laughs> so i um, i know what the troglodytes are okay and i know the episode too okay I know. See, I would actually say I'm Circopithecoidea, but that's a whole different discussion. Um, Nerd. F- folks. Nerd. Look, a- AI is coming. It's really already here. We just wanted to introduce it to you. We're going to do more segments on this. We're going to have more facts. Um, yeah. read about it, learn about it, uh, before, you know, you need to start learning about it before they just foist it upon you or us. Watch terminator. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> we have to go make money. So. We'll be back. Is that my good Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation? I'll be back. That was back. good. That was good. We'll be right back.
1: Shout out to this video sponsor, Better Help. I don't know about you, but every once in a while, I need a little bit of help, I need a little support to work through some of the problems that I'm having whether it's you know with my marriage or with a client or just general life things that happen and so I've got a therapist and I suggest you get one too so go to betterhelp.com slash generally irritable and start looking today for a therapist that has a specialty that you are looking for in particular over 20 thousand licensed therapists on betterhelp.com. You have to be able to find somebody that you can get along with. Okay. You're going to go online. You're going to fill out a questionnaire. They're going to pair you with somebody that they think is going to be good for you. But here's the deal. If, if you have a, 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 an appointment and you're not feeling it, you can switch. Use my affiliate link, generally irritable, betterhelp.com. And that's better H E L P.com. Slash generally irritable. You're going to get a discount on your first month. They're going to get you signed up. Over 2 million folks have already reached out to use their secure online portal. Uh, and so visit them today, betterhelp.com.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Of The People. I'm Robert Cherning. And I'm Erica Reddick. And thank you so much for staying with us for our last and final segment for today. And Erica, you know, I know we were sort of all over the artificial intelligence thing uh, because Mm. Lord knows there's no human intelligence, but I do want to talk about something serious in our last segment. And that is the rise of political violence in this country um, or violence or violence, which is okay for political uh, means because it strikes me, right? You had that horrible tragedy in Nashville, where Mm -hmm. this transgender, LGBTQ, whatever person, you know, I think killed 11 people at the Christian school in Nashville. There's so many other stories in the media. And it's just occurred to me that no one's really talking about how all of a sudden it seems okay. And by the, for political violence, it doesn't mean that there has to be deaths involved. Uh, A short while ago there was protests in the, um, I think it was the Nashville House of Representatives uh, Mm -hmm. prevented them from meeting. Just recently in Montana, they they had to call out the police as well. There were these, what are these, teen takeover mobs that we've talked about before. So there seems to be, people talk about political violence and it seems to me that as long as the violence is for the right cause, the press and the media think it's okay. And again, nobody seems to comment on it. I have a lot yeah. more to say but 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 what's your take on all this? I I've
1: I've been very very disturbed by this robber and the it, it, to me it's a setup. Uh, so many times. Mean? Well, think about back to 2020, okay? Back when the BLM riots were happening, and uh, you know people were calling them the 1619 riots, and then those people were like, oh, I'm proud it's the 1619 riots. So they're acknowledging, even, that there is violence happening in the name of left-wing causes. You had Kamala Harris and all these other uh, presidential candidates and officials um, bailing out rioters, bailing out people who were violent and assaulting people. We had a whole summer of love where people were getting shot in autonomous zones, and, and all of that was very much one-sided and in the name of, of, of political action, political persuasion by people who called themselves trained Marxists, right? So we see, or, or we are demonstrated, that political violence is acceptable, but then you have January 6th happen and now all of a sudden political violence is not okay riots are not okay. I mean riots are never okay let's be real like rioting is never okay sure. uh demonstrations and protests okay um so why is it that um we can bail out uh people in BLM riots but we place in holding indefinitely without charges uh January 6th rioters. The difference is clear. Uh if you're if you're on the left, you are allowed to do whatever you want. If you are
0: on the right, we're going to lock you up and throw away the key. Okay. So again, I have a slightly different take on it. I mean, I hear what you're saying and there's there's certainly a lot of truth to that. But I think where I really my point in all of this is, you know, I took that sort of initial understanding, right? Or initial Mm -hmm. perception, because really, you know, as Groucho Marx used to say, what are you going to believe? What I tell you or what you see with your own eyes? (laughs) And what I see with my own eyes is the fact that, and again, I want to differentiate between fatality Killing people, which is obviously Mm. bad and wrong, but just the whole concept of political violence or violence to further a political cause, Mm, which may not result in someone dying, you know, whether it's whether they're drowning out events because this university or that university is going to host a speaker. And then there's these, you know, Mm. violent political uh, protests, they call them. Mostly mostly peaceful, which is, again, like kind of pregnant, but mostly peaceful. And therefore, this speaker or that is being shut down be- because ostensibly it's too dangerous. So violence is being used for political mm-hmm. purposes. But here's That's the right. thing. So I went online and I looked up political violence in the United States. And so you guys should all do these various searches. Mm. 99% of what I found online was skewed towards violence of the political right or the extreme right. And here's my other question before we get back to this. Why is it that the term extreme right is in the vernacular, but I've never heard anyone talk about the extreme left. As a matter of fact, if you look up extreme right, you know what you're going to find, right? Because you know who's running the the search engines. If you look up extreme left, you're still going to get articles on the extreme right. And the only thing they're going to tell you about the extreme left is that, well, it was developed. You know, it's from communism, and it developed in the '60s. But you know, and and here's the here's the thing: the the violence has now become acceptable. It seems to me, if your cause is right, because yeah. And again, this is my theory. I don't think that the political left, let's call them the anti-fascists or the antifas, right. Mm-hmm. Because that's really what you're talking about. And this is not just a national organization, it's international. And that is one of the differences. The extreme right or the incidents you see tend to be these small fringe groups. There's not these yes. you know, vast it's right-wing,
1: unorganized vast yeah, like right wing conspiracy Hillary yeah, Rodham Clinton
0: used to you used to babble about. Yeah. But the left are these large national, well organized organizations, right? And I think here's my theory, and then I want your comment. Yeah. I think the reason now that political violence to further political aims is once again acceptable is because the left views us not as the opposition, but as that we're evil. And therefore, yeah. the, since they're fighting evil, the means justify the ends. What do you think?
1: I, I totally agree with you. That is why people have said previously, you have to be careful about language and the way that you talk about people. So this idea that anybody who we disagree with, we call them Nazis, and then we say things like punch a Nazi. And and it it actually is 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 legitimately being encouraged. You've got left wing, uh, or you know, Chuck Schumer, um, Oh, who's the chick from California that is so Maxine, cr-
0: Mad Maxine, Maxine Waters. Waters? Mad She's Maxine like, Waters. If you get in see their face.
1: people out in public, get in their face. You got to right. yell at them. I mean, they're literally being told to do this stuff, and and I think that that's some of the danger when we when we're talking about the way that we change words, the way we change definitions, what things mean. We're calling we're calling people using terrorist tactics, anti-fascist, okay? So terrorism, the definition of terrorism, you guys, the noun, the unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims, okay? So so they're using tactics of terrorists.
0: And fascists, so the anti-fascists are the fascists. Are actually fascists. Right, right. No, I agree. Uh, so let me read something to you, and I want you to tell me where this came from. So okay. this is this is a tell me where this came from kind of thing. All
1: right. So
0: and I quote: right wing groups have been a problem throughout much of our nation's history. White right wing groups often believe in white supremacy, extremes of Christianity and patriotism. Extreme right wing groups consist entirely of white Christians and are a blue-collar and often blue collar and poorly educated and make last comment. Right-wing groups have greater potential for mounting a significant effort because they espouse traditional American values. Now, Erica, <laughs> where is this from? Oh my God. Um, I give you three guesses. The New York Times. No.
1: Um, <gasps> the State Department.
0: Wrong answer. But Uh, you're getting warmer. You're getting warmer.
1: uh, Come on, come on. The the Biden administration?
0: So this is from the United States Department of Justice, (laughs) the Office of Justice Programs. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I just downloaded it today. And if you wanna know how- Wait, 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 wait. God is my witness. I I downloaded this today. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is under the heading of a comparative analysis of violent left and right-wing extremist groups in the United States. But here's the real catch. You want to know how long this has been going on? This document, which is still up on the government website, right, that's your document, still up on the government website, was published in 1986. What? <laughs> it's not something to laugh at, but I mean, if if you want to know what they're doing to you, that, oh that's God. what they're doing to you.
1: They're li- so they they literally said that if you have traditional American values, yeah, yeah. it
0: means you're a right wing extremist. I think right wing groups I, have greater potential for mounting significant efforts because they espouse traditional American <laughs> values. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your federal government. This is your federal government. I mean,
1: I mean, what's so the enemy, funny about the, that?
0: It's not funny, so, but it is funny
1: it's 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 so like okay, so the thing this is <laughs> this is what's so funny, okay, right so America that what makes America the United States different, right, is that we aren't founded by uh, a a race. Or a culture or an ethnicity or, 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 or demographically, whatever, like America is founded on ideas and And, and a common, and and a
0: common America was founded on a common set of values and a common set of beliefs. We hold these truths to be self-evident, right? These are the things we all believe. That's what that is.
1: And that's supposed to be what ties us all together, no matter where we come from. Right. And so if if traditional American values, oh, my God, Lord, help us. If (laughs) if having traditional American values is what makes you a terrorist, uh, according to the DOJ, then
0: we're in deep trouble because then what are we a country for? Well, as important as we're going back, that document is 37 years old. It's still front and center on the website of the federal government. And you wonder, so it tells you, I'm trying to think, so, so how did that document get published? So in 1986, that would have been during the Reagan years. That's
1: the Reagan administration.
0: Right? So you're like- you know, you want to talk about the swamp or the deep state, the, these unaccountable, unelected officials that are putting out policy, even during, you know, the great, you know, the great orator, right? Ronald Reagan, yeah. who if anyone embodies American exceptionalism, it, it was him. But, you know, the thing that, you know, comes to mind is how it plays out in everyday life. So, you know, the whole saga that's going on in Florida now with With Governor DeSantis and the new the new college, right? That's in I think it's Sarasota, as I recall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, obviously, it was it was the single greatest failing college in Florida. The governor comes in, replaces the board, and then you have all these teachers who were were calling them fascism. And one of the guys, I guess he had been there, I think it was three months or three years. I don't remember. I think it was three months, but whatever. Basically, said if I was more patriotic, I would burn the college down because now the fascists are taking over. And, you know, we come through a time where, you know, Congressman Steve Scalise gets shot playing baseball, you know, the Democrat-Republican baseball games by a Bernie Sanders reporter. Black Lives Matter have these violent protests. Retired police officer in St. Louis, David Dorn, gets shot by these Rand Paul's been attacked twice. Rand Paul's been attacked twice. Yet when you go on the internet and you search up political violence, all you're going to see is right-wing extremism. And I just kind of go, again... Is it me? I mean, and then we're not even talking about all the all the violence against sort of religious institutions because there is a war, as we have, I think, talked about and documented. Oh yeah, the the shooting at the synagogue in Pittsburgh a couple years prior, the the shooting in the synagogue in California, the you know the, the obviously the shooting in Nashville just recently at the Christian school by this person who, by the way, I have a bet for you. They they the FBI is holding the. Dossier and notebook and computers of, of the shooter, Aubrey. Is it Audrey or Aubrey Hale? I think it's Audrey Hale, right? Um, and there is now plenty of information out there that it is so devastating that the FBI will likely never release it, right? And, and again, under transparency, why can't we see it? What possible harm could it do? I mean, what they're telling you as well, it's a blueprint for others. Um, my response they- would be kiss my what? Because yeah. it, it's – it's uh, once again, the government, not to bleed over into censorship, is now saying you can't see this because yeah, it's so bad. Yet, yet, Tell that to the 11 families whose children died because some mentally deranged person – and we can get into the whole LBD, LBGTQ thing later – but this person was clearly deranged, kills 11 people at a Christian school but we can't see the, the yeah their notebook why well and that's the why thing is that? robert
1: so audrey it's audrey hale um when we have the the obvious double standard at play here when we can have all of the information and manifesto from anybody that they claim to be a right-wing uh shooter those will be out on full display where you can read it but for this person somehow they're being protected and it's somehow uniquely different or worse and we can't read it and and so you know the the benefit of that the good thing that I hope comes out of this situation is that the average American really understands this is a double standard if you can see the manifesto from a supposed white supremacist then you should be able to see the manifesto from a supposed transgender person we cannot have two sets of standards well excuse me the 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 way Erica, you end up excusing political it? the way we you up excusing exactly political violence them. is you have double standards that are imposed in public and the more they expose themselves for who they are the more Americans are waking up and realizing that it's not just right-wingers that the federal government sees as the enemy it's you the average american it's not just parents it's not just school boards it's you they think are the enemy they think you're too stupid to make your own decisions and think for yourself and they need to uh manipulate wait did i say manipulate you know they just really need to assist you because you you know you know I just think that you have so much going on in your life and you really need me let me take care to help you, you understand you. real life and you know parenting is is so hard um i don't know why you feel like you need to do that yourself you know just give the rights over to us the government to take care of your children it'll be fine Nothing be- could I, possibly I, I, go I be- wrong. I
0: believe the expression is "over my dead body," but, but you get you you get the <laughs> idea. Uh, it, it, it's again, it's still. First of all, there there are two two sets of standards, and anyone who doesn't realize that, you know, we go back to that Rachel <sighs> Marx, you know, comment. But it only changes, and here I go preaching again. It only changes when you know America wants it to change, because I think the government is scared of flyover country of Main Street America. Yeah. But but to me the issue is I'm not even arguing about double standards because I think that's so obvious as to not be worthy of comment. Right. I think the issue really comes down to the fact that again with that veneer, this this sort of kinder gentler old man veneer of Mm -hmm. joe biden and chuck schumer and nancy pelosi who's not an old man but she's old um, and has been there forever and steny hoyer and the democratic leadership that are these old other than Clyburn, white right people who have this veneer of reasonableness all the while underneath it or behind the scenes which is the argument i used to make to my friends when people are saying well biden's going to be a moderate i'm saying biden's not going to run anything i said the, the, the progressive or extreme wing of the Democratic Party is what's going to drive the agenda, which is clearly what's going on, right? So political violence, here's the last point I want to make, is people need to understand that political violence on the left are, comes from larger organizations, better right. organized, and they're international, generally, and, and they are organized. Well-funded. And they're well-funded the extreme right and look there are elements on that side very few by comparison to the numbers i mean you don't see you don't see the proud boys and i'm not even saying they're an extreme organization but that's they're labeled as such i right. make no such claim but you never see any extreme organization or god forbid a white christian nationalist group right you know cuz they're going to trump out david duke or this one or that one but you don't see them shutting down debates. You don't see them protesting. Occasionally, you'll see you'll see the two sides show up at a, at a common rally where they're opposing each other. But somebody needs to show me. Forget about the last time. Show me one time you've seen an event shut down for protest and and the fear of political and violence on the right of center. More importantly, catalog for me the acts of political violence, because again, we tend to blur the lines. Are we talking about when people are killed? No, I'm talking about using violence to to drive an agenda, using violence to bring about political change, using violence to shut down free speech and debate. That's That's what I'm talking about. And when you search it on the internet, and by the way, folks, this is your federal government that we just talked about. This is on their website. And for those of you who can't see this because we're on radio I keep forgetting we're on radio it's called the comparative <laughs> analysis of violent left and right wing extremist groups in the United States published in 1986 gross where's the outrage
1: right here ladies and gentlemen right here I'm outraged
0: <laughs> ah! you're, e- you're easy to get outraged it's easy to push your buttons it's, <sighs> it's why I love you as my as my partner on this show because yes. I get it so okay that's why they call me generally irritable um uh, and that's why they call me always irreverent <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen before we go if you want to reach us or if you have any comments the good the bad the ugly i'm clearly the ugly part you can reach me at robert c <laughs> at org. that's Robert C, A C E K F U N D dot O R G. I want to thank you, Erica, again for putting up with my rants and raves today. Thank you, uh, Robert. I love doing the show with you. Folks, thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for our next episode and we'll see you then. Bye, guys.